the biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Dr. Vic here, and before we jump into the interview, I wanted to just share a little bit about uh, Erica Trinidad and the amazing individual that she is. Uh, this interview was awesome. I had a, a blast. I've actually known Erica for about the last six years. Um, she's actually really, really good friends with my wife. Uh, they actually work together um, for about a decade almost. Um, Erica is uh, a broker associate. She's a real estate agent in uh, with Baird & Warner in Chicago. She's a certified negotiation expert, certified home staging consultant, and she's also a seasoned short sale expert. Um, her expertise has placed her in the top 5% of brokers nationwide. Um, she has extensive knowledge of the home buying and selling process, uh, which gives a huge advantage to her clients and um, marketing strategy, negotiating skills, local insights, and sound advice. Um, she makes sure that she knows how to stage homes to help with sales talents lead to the top dollar offers and very tenacious negotiation and attention to detail. Um, Erica is just uh, amazing. When I first met her, you know, being um, a single mom and, and I have such a huge uh, respect for single mothers. And going through that and seeing her evolve in the last just six years to where she is now, she has an amazing marriage. Um, she's a mother of four um, and see the massive success, but more importantly, the massive personal growth I've seen her grow through uh, has just been awe-inspiring for me just to sit on the sidelines and watch. And uh, I always love to see my... Uh, she is a good friend of mine uh, now, and I uh, love to see her, you know, grow and, and expand and really live a more inspired and fulfilled life. So, um, in this interview, she she dives into her journey of what she went through in different areas of her life, the dark moments. Um, she gets really vulnerable here and shared some information I didn't even know about um, that. You know, it it was uh, really appreciated her sharing because. It's, it's something that we all go through. It's just different forms of it. And when we face those things and break through, I mean, when you go through the darkness, man, your light magnifies. And she shares that so greatly. So I'm so excited to have her on here and so excited I was able to share um, uh, this, this interview with you guys. So uh, with no further ado, let's go ahead and... Uh, jump into this amazing interview with Erica Trinidad. Well, Mrs. Erica, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Um, I, uh, you know, you, you are a rock star in what you do. I've uh, a blessing to uh, know you. Uh, you were a huge influencer in uh, helping me with my wife. So I want to thank you for that on record here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pleasure. <laughs> Just to let all listeners know, I've known Erica for what? Uh, how long have I been with her? Six years. So uh, you put your best friends with my wife, and uh, um, she helped. Uh, She's always been a fan of Dr. Vic. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, I, uh, I know a good man when I see one. So. Oh, thank you. So. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm yep. trying to keep up to that. That's a lot of pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's dive in here. Um, you know, you're a real estate agent. You're successful at what you do and all that. I always like to ask questions of like understanding the path and the journey. Cause I, it's always amazing how people line up to go to be, do something um, and how the universe per, le, leads you in that direction. So um, starting out, what, what inspired you to become a real estate agent? Well, um, it's funny because um, well, it's funny and it's not, um, <laughs> but in 2003, uh, I was going through a terrible divorce and, uh, you know, we had a house in Brookfield. So, um, I called a broker that I was, you know, I kept receiving mailers from. So he came by the house, you know, went through, we walked through it and sat down and talked for a little bit. And before we, we could finish the appointment, he looked at me and said, Hey, have you ever considered becoming a real estate broker. And back then I, I was happy at, you know, working as a, a bookkeeper. So no, I, I never thought about a, a career move, you know, change or anything like that. So, um, I looked at him and I said, uh, no, not really. He's, he said to me, well, you would be, you would be great. Hmm. And, you know, he planted the seed and shortly after that, you know, after, you know, I sold my house and everything, you know, I wasn't too happy with, with how everything went down. I, I felt like my broker could have done a better job. Mm-hmm. So a few months later, I got my license and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. In a nutshell, right there. Right. Right. I felt like, you know, and I think that a lot of people think this, oh, I can do that job. Yeah. Um, but I felt like there, I, I could, I have skills that I could share with people and I really care about people. I, I, I felt like I could do a better job and I wanted to do a better job. I love that. Yeah. And, and when someone planted that seed, did you battle that a little bit or was it like, huh, let me look into this. Okay. Yep. I'm going to do it. Or was it like, did you have a lot of uh, questions and you were like going back and forth a lot? Was there some uh, battling there? There was a little bit of battling because I never thought about going into sales. I am, I always felt like I was more of a behind the scenes kind of girl. So there was a little bit of a battle, uh, but after I looked into it and, you know, I, I decided maybe this is for me. And, you know, if you don't step out of your comfort zone, you're never going to know, you're never going to grow and, and you're just going to have regret. I love that. It's so true. As we always say, your, your, your growth is outside your comfort zone. Right. You know, and you're never going to grow unless you get outside that comfort. So I love that. Now, you know, starting that journey, you went through a divorce, single mom. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, how, and so, well, so looking at that, 
um, you know, I have a high respect for single mothers, uh, you know, and the, the, just, uh, you have to play both roles and mindset wise, we're, you know, looking at that, you know, it's a little bit of a, uh, you know, wow, here we go. I'm, I'm starting a whole new career. I'm a single mom, all this stuff. What was the mindset back then that you had to keep inspiring yourself? What did you like hook onto? What was something that you like said, this is what I need to focus on so I can keep moving forward no matter what? Well, you know, being a single mother, um, looking at my boys, I, I knew that I couldn't let them down. They were my main focus. Um, I just, I, you, there wasn't any excuses. I couldn't, I couldn't stop and feel sorry for myself um, because, you know, that wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. That wasn't going to pay the bills. I wasn't going to put food on the table. So instead of, you know, sitting there and, and, and feeling sorry for myself, I decided to like really work hard and make them proud. Love that. It was really just looking at my boys because early on I, I figured out that, you know, there was no one else that I could depend on. And I wanted them to know that they, they had me, that they could depend on me. So my focus was on my boys. I love that. You know, Tony Robbins says, uh, uh, burn the boats. And I love that statement because what it means is, is burn all the support you have that you can right. fall back for comfort. And when you burn the boats, you're going to make it happen. And right. you did that massively. Right. Um, so very, very powerful stuff. Was there times where, you know, did you, was there dark moments where you're kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do all this. This is just overwhelming for me. Yes. Yes, there was. Um, there's actually a point where I got out of real estate for just like six months. I got out of it and um, I decided that, you know, I needed something steady. Um, so a steady income. And, uh, so I worked, um, I got out of real estate for six months and I went into, um, back to accounting, but I wasn't happy The the company was great. They, you know, everyone that I worked with was awesome. Um, but again, I wasn't happy. So, you know, everything happens for a reason within that time. Um, I saw an ad for a part-time assistant in real estate. And so that is when I got back into it. Gotcha. And so for a short period, I was working two jobs again. Gotcha. Um, and so I got back into real estate and, and I, I, I just, I'm so happy I did. <laughs> And that's awesome. And it's one of those things too. You had to listen to the message that what makes you happy, right? It's, right. it's survival, but then there's happiness. And it's it, a lot of people would focus more on the survival side and well, it's okay. I'll push my happiness to the side. Cause this is just gonna, I'm going to do what I'm going to do here. And then 10, 15, 20 years down the road, they're in depression and they're not happy and they're uh, frustrated with life and lack of fulfillment and all those good things. Right. So kudos to you. Those who are listening, um, always focus on what makes you happy in the end of the day. Right. Now, looking back at all that, what is the one or the biggest lesson that you 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 gained or you benefited from going through all that? The biggest lesson um it would probably be that I, you know, I am responsible uh for my happiness. You know, not no one else's um 
you know, I could, uh, past relationships shouldn't interfere with, with my present happiness. Uh, what I do in my career shouldn't, you know, today shouldn't, you know, well, the mistakes I made in the past with my career shouldn't impact what I do today. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just always seek happiness. I like and that. If it's, if it's not making you happy, you you got to change it. Amen to that. Um, yeah, no, totally. Uh, it's it, it, powerful stuff there. Uh, I was going to mention something and it, it like slipped my mind, but I'll come back to it if it does. You know, <laughs> I always say that the darkest moments in life is what brings the greatest light, you right. know? And would you say now you are more focused on what makes you happier because of those experiences? Oh, definitely. Gotcha. Definitely. I think that once you, you figure out, you know, what makes you happy, you're, you're less, uh, you, you probably, <laughs> don't know how to word this. Um, you're less willing to accept those things that don't make you happy. Gotcha. Less tolerant. And is it like a trained muscle? You got to continue just working at it. And the more you focus on you and your happiness, uh, the easier it gets to do that. Yes. Awesome. It is. So everyone listening out there, start practicing on your happiness. Uh, it takes time. It's not easy in the beginning. I, I nope. will say that. Let's talk about, you know, you're rocking and rural in real estate. You're kicking, you're kicking ass. Okay. And you're doing awesome there. Is there like, uh, um, things that you focus on to stay on your A game, things that you do, what's your, where's your mindset at now? And obviously I'm assuming the kids are still, uh, you just had a newborn a few years ago, a couple of years ago now, right? Two, right. two years ago, so make sure I'm on page here. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it is, it was, you know, Sophia have it, uh, one of the things is, is it one of the, did it deepen purpose? Did it take game, the things to the next level? Yes, it did. Having Sophia. Um, and as you know, um, we had her late in life or later in life, I should say, because it's not late. I was going to say later. Okay. Yeah. Later, later in life. Right? <laughs> There's some people having babies way older than you. <laughs> God bless them. Yeah. Tell me about it. But we did have Sophia later in life and, um, and she's such a blessing, but you know, she is, she, I just look at her and my heart melts and, you know, my heart melts for all my kids, but you know, she is a, the smallest, the youngest, of course. Yep. And, uh, and being older now, I, and I just appreciate her so much more and it just makes me want to work harder and, and her being a little, a little girl, she's going to grow up to, I want her to grow up to be a strong woman. Nice. So, I'm that, that role model. I love that. You know, it's not, and I know if I, you didn't say this is what I want to teach her and how to become a strong, strong woman. You were like, no, I want to be that role model for her and show her what a strong woman looks like. Right. For people with kids, that is the most powerful thing you can do for your kids because the listeners listening, it's uh, kids don't learn by what you say. They learn by you, what you right. do, your actions, right. your mood, your energy. They pick up on all that. Yes. Uh, really, really powerful stuff there. You know, in your journey, I mean, you, you got this amazing husband of yours. I love the guy to death. Um, 
you know, going through some of these, these dark, you know, these experiences have you gone through? Um, I totally forgot how you two met again. (laughs) If you want to share, if you don't, that's fine. I'm just, I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't remember how they met. (laughs) Well, so yeah, I will share. (laughs) I'm okay with sharing. I love it. So, so um, Lisa's and I met on a dating site. Oh, there we go. Yes, and, okay. And this is a funny story because you know, um, you know, my kids are older now, and uh, and I would they didn't want to hang out with mom anymore, and so I was so busy <laughs> raising them that I I stopped dating. I stopped you know wanting to meet anyone. And so once they stopped wanting to hang out with me, I said, fine, then I'm going to go get a boyfriend. If this is what you want, then that's what I'm going to do. I and Adrian turns to me and said, mom, we don't care. <laughs> go find someone. I love it. So, you know, I, I don't go to clubs. I don't, you know, usually go out to meet someone. So I, I'm busy. So I went online and, um, and on a dating site and I came across my husband's profile (laughs) and uh, I winked at him. (laughs) (laughs) I love the terms they use. I love it. (laughs) So he messaged me back. We uh, hit it off. And, you know, a few weeks later we met up for a date and yeah, here we are. Um, but the thing is, is that when we've met up for our first date, (laughs) our first like 20 minutes of meeting each other, I, I looked at him and I said, well, you know, what exactly are you looking for? Because if you're looking to get married and if you're looking to have more children, I'm not the girl. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I, here we are three, four years later, we're married with a two-year-old daughter. Isn't so, funny how life works? Yeah. You know, we could, uh, we make plans, but you know, the universe has something else in store for us. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's always amazing. Like, you know, they, they go by the slow, uh, the, the, the quote that states when you make a, when you make a plan, God laughs at you. Yes. Yes. And it's so true. It's so true. You know, because, you know, in my in my book, I talk about this and my other stuff that I chat about. I always talk about um, how that, you know, when you think you set a plan and a goal of what you want it to go and how you want to see it, it, Mm -hmm. you're thinking that you're smarter than the universe and know better than what the universe thinks knows better for you. Right. And it's one of those things. So... Very, very cool story there. Um, so you got little Sophia running around now. She's uh, just turned, you know, she turned to, hold on, don't quote me on it. I want to say May, but I don't know why I'm feeling May. That might be because it's my dad's birthday, but go ahead. No, it was in August. Ah, it was off. Okay. <laughs> August, I don't remember those August birthdays. Um, you know, now that's your new passion, that's your new drive. You're, you're rocking and rolling with that. Um, and is there anything else, you know, things that you do on a uh, focusing on a daily basis, things that, you know, like, for example, I have a code that I live by and what I do every single day that keeps me moving forward no matter what. Uh, and I use tools to help me stay in a center place as much as possible with as your success. And as you continue to grow with your success, what, ha- cause you know, success doesn't happen to you unless you grow personally. 
Um, right. So obviously you're, you're becoming more and more successful. So I already know that you're growing more and more personally for that. What are some things that you focus on or things that you do to help yourself grow and expand? Well, um, every morning, so this is like my daily routine. Love it. Let's every, hear it. Every morning I wake up between four and five. So there is no excuses between four and five. I am up working out. Nice. So after that, you know, or during, during my workout, because I spend quite a bit on the treadmill, um, you know, I'll do my affirmations and once I get done with my workout, I have a gratitude journal that I write five things down of what I'm grateful for. Love it. And then, um, I have a form that I fill out to prep for the day and, you know, I jot down what calls I'm going to make, what tasks need to get handled that day. And of course, like I don't get everything done most of the time. So those things roll over to the next day, but you know, they, they do get done within the week. Love it. I also have a vision board um, that I look at every day and just to remind me of, you know, what I'm working for, what I'm working towards. So, and that's in an eight by 10 frame that's right here on my desk. So is that eight by 10 feet or eight by 10 inches? <laughs> it's eight by 10. It's eight by 10. It should be feet, but. <laughs> I had to ask. I know people who do have eight by 10. So by feet that is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's inches. It's in a little frame. I, you know, it's for the year. So every year I update it. <laughs> I love it. And with gratitude, cause I'm a huge person on gratitude. Um, and I, I've been, I, I didn't write down my gratitude a lot, uh, you know, until about know, maybe a year or two ago when I heard Oprah Winfrey talk about the biggest thing she's ever done that has helped her in her career was writing down five things that she's grateful for. Mm-hmm. It, it does help. Um, it's really, really powerful stuff. I love how you do that. Um, vision board affirmations, um, huge things. Uh, this is really, um, this really, does it get you in a, like a power state for the day? Does it like get you ready to take on the day and be able to like really rock and roll? Absolutely. Do you ever notice if you don't do that, is your day off? Is it different? Yes. And I know why it is. So that's when I have to pull back and say, okay, Hey, everything's fine. Let's do this. And that's when I start doing them because you just got to remind yourself what you're working for and remind yourself how great you are. Oh, I love that. Powerful stuff there. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, it's one of the, what are you working? You know, the thing is what, what people, I'll use this in a working out method. There's a guy I follow and he, his, his, his slogan at the end is always don't work habitually work out intention or don't work out habitually work out intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I love that because you can apply it to everything in life. A lot of people just do work every day as a habit, but don't do work as an intention. You know, right. why am I doing this? Why am I getting up? I mean, do you like to get up at four or five in the morning every day? No, <laughs> I thought I was going to say I get up at about four fifty-five. That's why I heard four. I'm like, I used to get up at four at one time, which I'm trying to get back to. Um, but five in the morning. I tell people I'm not a morning person. I hate the mornings. I do not like getting up early. Right. I'm but, you right. But here's the thing. You get up early, you get this done and you're probably done with your day before your day even starts. Right. You know, most of the time I've done a lot more things. I get a lot more done in the morning than I do for the rest of the day. 
I love, and it's, it's amazing how that works. Um, it's so true. Cause like, I, you know, I don't go to the office till about eight 30 and I'm up at about five by the time I spend an hour with myself. That's all like, kind of like what you're working out, you're doing your gratitude, you're all that. How long does that take you? Um, the gratitude and the affirmations work your whole morning ritual, the whole routine. Uh, two hours. Oh, nice. I love it. Mm-hmm. So you spend two hours on yourself. I got to work on that. Um, I have a friend of mine that spends two and a half hours every morning. He folk, he doesn't do anything. He just focuses on him and what he, you know, all the stuff that he does in the mornings. Um, but it's, it's, I spend about the first hour. I do my workouts at lunch, but, um, it, long story short, it's, it's, uh, by the time I'm done at six, I'm already working on my stuff. By the time I get to the office, I'm like, all right, I don't really have much left to do. Um, just focus on patience and be done for the day, right? which is really, really awesome. So people who don't like to get up in the morning, you're listening to two people that don't like getting up in the morning, but we do it because the benefits outweigh the, oh, yeah. um, the pain in the ass. I don't know what you, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, very, very cool stuff. Um, one of the things that I I like to ask always, and I think you will have some awesome advice to share with your younger self is that what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago that, you know, now, and all the experiences you went through in the last 10 years, what would you tell your younger self? Um, I mean, I guess it would be to never stop believing that, you know, or, or trusting in God or in the universe. Um, even when, you know, we don't understand things, why things are happening to us and, or why we feel things, uh, you know, why, when th- we feel things that are, are, are unfair to us that mm-hmm. are happening to us, just be patient, just trust in God, trust in the universe. Things will work out eventually you know we don't understand them at the moment but with time we we will understand why things happened i love it and it really comes down to trust right right trust and and i think it's it's trusting in yourself and then trusting in the universe but um thank god or whatever i mean it's all the same whatever you want to tie some people get caught up in titles and i'm always like it's whatever you want to call it. It's all that matters. Right. Um, but it's, it's, it's that, you know, I always say that the, in my years of experience, I have of being on this earth. I, one thing I've learned is that the universe is always working for you. Right. Never against you. It's never out to get you. It's never out to create. If something comes into your life, it's one of those things where it's a, uh, uh, designed to help you learn something and grow to who you want to become. Right. Would you agree with that? Yes, I do. What is like a book or two? I know this is tough to I ask this question and people are always like, there's so many books that help shift yeah. my life. And I'm like, yep, been there. I know exactly what you mean. But what's the first book that comes to mind that like transformed your life? You know, and, and it's, I know that everyone has probably read this book. It's The Secret. Uh-huh. That is one of the books that I always have in my mind. Um, I just feel like it's so powerful and it's so true. The law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, if I had to name one book, that's the book I would name. I love it. Was uh, what, what was like your biggest takeaway from reading that book? Uh, just, you know, if you really want something, you gotta, you gotta attract it. You gotta really want it and, and put it out there to the universe what your intention is. I love it. Do you love how they, when they talk about how the universe is like your little genie and someone who is, uh, um, 
I'm there to, you know, hey, listen to every command that you want. Right. Yep. It's pretty cool. Have you ever tried the whole parking lot thing? Where you, the whole parking of the car and using visualization to get your front row park? <laughs> no. no, I haven't. <laughs> I, I highly recommend trying it out. I, when I work with people and they are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Law of the universe. What? What's this? <laughs> and I'll be like, you know, that you're the, you're the creator of your life. And they're like, I don't yes. get what you're saying. Um, you know, I, when I talk about it, I feel like people laugh at me. Oh, yeah. Specifically, my sister. My sister, <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> I'm going to call her out. Oh, man. You called her out in public. Look out. Oh, yeah. She laughs at me. But even, you know, even when we were trying to get pregnant, I really, really wanted a little girl. And, uh, you know, you really want something. You you ask the universe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's amazing. And look, you have a little girl. I have a little girl and she is wonderful. Oh, she's a precious little angel. Um, Thank you. And, it, and, it's, and it's so cool. But here's a trick. If you want to play around with this, this is what I work with people when they, when it comes to visualization and learning how to uh, strengthen it and get better and trust it and learn it is just go wherever you're going to go, wherever that is, visualize seeing less, you know, I've done this in so many ways, but let's say the supermarket and you want to be right up in the front spot. So you visualize the supermarket, you visualize going there and you see the space open and available and you just say, it's going to be there. It'll be ready. and It'll be all done. And you just know that it is, you don't doubt it, nothing else. You just go and forget about it and go. And it works pretty much every single time. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to try it. <laughs> try it out. I was, uh, I was sharing on a podcast a few ago about um, this whole thing. And I was saying, I was at Menards and I realized I parked in the wrong aisle where my cart, I was getting some wood to build something. And I looked and I go, man, I got to carry that thing over past two cars to get over to the store thing uh, to put the cart away. And I'm going, I, I don't want to walk all around. That's just, that's going to be a pain in the butt. So I saw where there was one space there was only one space that allowed, if that car wasn't there, I can go right past and go through. I said, that car will not be there when I come back out. And I'm going to be able to take this big lumber cart thing. And I'm going to be able to move it right past that parking spot, put it away. I came out. It wasn't there. And it wasn't like on a easy, like, like some people were like, well, it was probably wasn't busy. I was there on a, I think it was a Saturday or a Sunday, whatever, either day. Um, it's jam packed those days. And it happened, worked out because again, I declared to the universe, I am not walking around an aisle. This is going to be clear when I come back and I know you're going to figure that out for me and it's all going to work out for the greater good. And I walked away, came back and the car wasn't there. <laughs> and I've done this numerous times, but try it out. It works wonders. Yep. I will try it. So I got one last, well, a couple of questions, but last one here is like, uh, I always like to, a quote advice, you know, sometimes there's always something people say that you don't know how far reaching it's going to go to change and shift their life. And is there ever been, uh, if you can think of something that was like a quote or a piece of advice that really helped shift and transform your life? Yes. And why, but go ahead. Well, I was 23 years old. Again, we go back to, the bad marriage that I was in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was really the first time. Well, let me go back. Um, I was 23 years old and I came into work um, not looking that great. So 
the vice president calls me in. Uh, actually, he was the president of the company. Calls me in, sits me down, talk. And um, and just so you know, I, I, I had a black eye. Ooh, okay. So he sits me down. And he said, do you know how much you are worth? He said, you deserve so much better than this. And I never forget him. I never forget those words. (laughs) I, after that, Shortly after I filed for divorce. And sometimes it just takes one person to just, you know, you just need to hear those words for you to remind yourself like how much you are worth. I didn't have my parents supporting my decision on leaving my husband, but I had my work family that supported me and helped me so much during that time. And I will forever be grateful to that man. Thank you uh, for sharing that. You gave me goosebumps with all that. (laughs) Um, So the, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, What an experience. I I didn't even know that. Um, (laughs) What would you say to someone who is in a relationship that is, um, went through something similar to you, what would you say to them? Oh man, I would say, (laughs) I I would say, uh, you know, first of all, I would hug them (laughs) (laughs) because, you know, you never think that you're going to be in, in that situation. And once you are, it's tough to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, people like that don't change. It, you know, it just gets easier and easier for them to cross that line. And, and, you know, you have to leave, you just have to leave. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter how much love you feel for that person. You just got to go because you have to love yourself more than anything else and you have to value your life and you know i i thank god that i left because you know you have to break that cycle had i stayed today my boy adrian would be a different man and he he would have witnessed all of that So I would just, you know, whoever's going through this, I would say, you know, seek help and leave. And know they're worth better. Yes. You got to love yourself. I think that's the biggest message is just you're worth more and you got to love yourself more because you deserve better. Yes. uh, You are an amazing individual and uh, uh, you definitely did deserve better. and, and, And you have an amazing guy who's sitting next to you now who appreciates and loves loves you madly 
<laughs> Good, because I love him. <laughs> and you know what? He is amazing. He is yeah. an amazing man. He is. Um, awesome story. Um, you know, tying all this all together, you know, all this great stuff that you shared. For people who are in the Chicagoland area listening and want to get to know a little bit more how to connect with you potentially for uh, real estate, buying, selling, looking at that type of stuff, how do they connect with you? Well, I am available all the time on my cell. <laughs> <laughs> Careful when you say it like that. <laughs> at at 708-252-8729. And I'm also available via email at Erica, E-R-I-K-A dot Trinidad, T-R-I-N-I-D-A-D at BairdWarner.com. Awesome. Guys, she does amazing work if you're in the area. Um, what areas in the Chicagoland area do you focus on primarily? I focus on the western suburbs. Cool. So anyone in the western suburbs in the Chicagoland area, definitely connect. Um, Erica, this was fun. I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you even more sharing your stories, um, especially near the end there. That was really a, um, still a tough moment, but it's... Um, through the darkest times comes the greatest light and the greatest lessons. And as uh, I've learned in my short time here, um, you know, I celebrated a birthday last week and it's one of those things when I turn a new age or new age, I get a year or more experience. I like to call it. Um, I reflect on all the dark moments in the last year. And then I, I look back at some from years ago and uh, it's amazing. And you probably, let me, you know, definitely chime in if I'm, if I'm just blabbing here. Um, <laughs> you go back and you pick new lessons. Like you go deeper in and you're like, wow, I didn't see this. Or I, I learned now more of that, or I see why this, or wow, I can see how that helped me be here. And every time you go revisit, you find new stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so I want to commend you and, and just thank you. I appreciate you as a human being. And uh, I was really honored that you were able to, uh, you accepted this and to be on with me. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is DrVic21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash DrVicManzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential.